turn right back there to Revelation chapter 21. And we're going to look tonight at the eternal ages as we finish up this section on eschatology. Revelation chapter 21, we'll begin in verse 1. And he says here, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Or in other words, there was nothing that was dividing the land any longer. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. He that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. We look here at these final events that the Scripture has recorded for us in regards to moving from the millennial kingdom of our Lord into the eternal ages. And we looked last Wednesday night at the this reality of the great white throne judgment, this, this judgment of the wicked that takes place immediately at the end of that, that uh, millennial reign of the Lord at the end of that thousand year period. And then we move into the eternal ages here uh, as, as chapter 21 and chapter 22 bring us into this, this reality uh, as, and, as eternity, uh, as it, these eternal ages start or begin there with, with these new things uh, that were not there before that are now recreated and remade and, and put in place as, as sin is at last eradicated. The, the taint of it, the stain of it is absolutely removed now. It is never more to be remembered. It is not going to come forth ever again. We are eternally in the presence of our Lord in this, this kingdom uh, as we move into these eternal ages. Now this description that John gives us here in the book of the Revelation, he gives us a great many details here in chapter 21 and chapter 22, but even with all the details that John is given in regards to, to what the eternal ages looks like and, and what it's about, even all the details that John gives us, it's still a very vague description for us. And, it, and, and as beautiful as these things appear, as we read these, as much comfort as they give us when we, we read these particular passages, we realize it is nothing in comparison to the reality of what the eternal ages is going to be in the presence of our Lord. 
And so these things, these things that John gives us cannot fully be grasped by our finite minds. Uh, the, these are, this is just a picture for us to see. H.A. Uh, uh, Ironside, he said, at the same time, the passage is beautiful in its simplicity. And comment, he said, would only seem to be like an attempt to paint the rose. How longingly must every believing heart look forward to this glorious day. And indeed, it is, it is beautiful in the, in, the, in the description that our Lord gives us here. But it's, it's nothing in comparison to what it's actually going to be. When, when these eyes at last see the, the glory, the fullness of the glory of our Lord in these eternal ages, man, what a wondrous, what a wondrous sight uh, to behold all of this. Hold your place here. Go back with me to Isaiah chapter number 65. Isaiah chapter 65, and look with me, verse 17. Isaiah 65 and verse 17. Isaiah gives us a few hints here uh, in regards to these eternal ages, just uh, like Revelation gives us. And he says here in 65, verse 17, For behold, I create new heaven, heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. The former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. Now, whether that means he, he takes the memory out of us, or whether it means the glory of the present is so great that we don't even worry about that past. And it's, it doesn't, doesn't enter. I don't know which one it is. But, but I'm looking forward to that reality. That the, the, the old stuff, the old, earth, the, old, the old wickedness, the old sin, all of that stuff that plagued us in this life, all of that, that stuff that came up before us, all of those those trials and those troubles and the, the tribulations, all of those failures of, of our own life, those things are gone. They're wiped away. Not remembered. Not even come into mind, he says, in the presence of our Lord. Chapter 66. Chapter 66 and verse number 22. He says, For as the new heavens... And the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, saith the Lord. So shall your seed and your name remain. In Revelation, again, verse, or chapter 21 and verse 1, we just read that verse there, chapter 21 and verse 1, he, he, again, he speaks of the new heavens and the new earth here. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. In chapter 22 and verse 6, 
chapter 22 and verse 6. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. So from verse 1 of chapter 21 to verse 6 of chapter 22 is John's vision of these eternal ages. And I'm, I'm not going to get into all of it tonight. We're going to touch briefly on it. Go home and read that. This, all of these things that John is seeing, and a great deal of John's description that he's given here is of the city itself and the foundations of the city that he sees there and the, the beauty of those. Look up those particular gemstones. Just look at the colors of those and just, just, just put it in your mind's eye of what that's going to look like just, just in the beauty of the city that he's making for us, that John is given description of here. These, these are really on, the only passages that give us a, a window into this time. And though the information is limited that is given us, as H.A. As Ironside said, it ought to thrill our hearts uh, to read this, to see this, to long for this time. Uh, to live uh, in holy anticipation to at last see this brought to pass uh, in the presence of our Lord. Now, there are events that we've already looked at that precede these eternal ages. Uh, the eternal ages will not begin until, of course, the entire universe has been purged of sin. And so the old heavens and the the old earth are going to be destroyed. As we, we looked last time, uh, uh, Peter writes for us and tells us that this earth is going to be melted. The, the elements, he said, will be melted with fervent heat. And so there's going to be a, a recreation in a sense because the Bible also at the same time he tells us that the earth is going to burn up. We're also told that the earth is eternal in the Scriptures. So what that tells me is that God is simply going to recreate the outside and going to, going to do away with that sin that, that, that taints the, the, the surface of our earth even now, that he's going to recreate it um, at that point. But that, that before the eternal ages come, there's going to be that, that purging of sin from all of the creation. And at the end of the millennial reign of Christ, Again, we, we looked there a little bit last time and time before last. Satan's going to be loosed out of his prison. He's going to go uh, to, see, to deceive the, the unsaved inhabitants, the rebels that are scattered in the farthest reaches of the earth at that time. And he's going to bring them as an army only to meet his doom uh, there in the presence of the Lord as the, the Father uh, brings fire down from heaven to destroy this army. Satan is cast into the lake of fire at this time uh, and to be tormented for all eternity. And all the unsaved that we looked at last week in chapter 20 there describes the great white throne judgment. Uh, that, that judgment will go forth and take place. And then the, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, that our Lord hands over, if you will, 
the kingdom to the Father. And there's a, a merging there of that millennial kingdom with the eternal kingdom as it's brought to pass. 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 24, down through verse number 28, he speaks to this just a little bit. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 24 through verse 28. It says, Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. And that's destroyed in that great white throne judgment. When that judgment is brought against that, death is eradicated. It's, it is finished. It is defeated completely. And so he says, verse 20, 27, For he hath put all things under his feet, but when he saith all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which did put all things under him. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God may be all and in may be all in all. Right? And so it, it, it alludes here that he's, he's going to take the, the, the millennial kingdom and merge it with the eternal ages in that sense, the merging of the kingdom there with the Father. That, that will take place at the end of the millennial reign. Now notice John did not see the new heaven and the new earth until he had seen that great white throne judgment. The great white throne judgment will take place the same time as the purging of the universe will take place as Peter records for us that melting of fervent heat and the heavens will be purged for they have been polluted by the, the foul deeds of Satan and his demons. And likewise the earth defiled by that same sinful corruption, man's corruption throughout the ages. And our sin that has stained the earth, our violence that has smeared the blood of the innocents on this earth, all must be purged by fire. And this purging, will be so thorough, as we read there in Isaiah 65, that even the memory of the sin, he says, will, it will not be brought to mind. It will be put out of our minds. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. Now, there are seven new things that we see listed here that have not been before. First of all, we see some things that will no longer be. In verse 4, he says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. All tears. There shall be no more death. Neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. And then there's seven new things 
that we see. These seven new things. A new heaven. What he begins in verse 1. A new heaven. The old, again, being tainted by sin is done away with. It is eradicated. It is melted away. And a new one is made. And the Bible tells us heavens. And so we're given description of three heavens that are given to us in the Scripture. You have the sky itself, that which we look up and see. That is called the first heaven. Space is called the second heaven, that which is beyond the surface of the earth here, that beyond our atmosphere, you have the, the second heaven. And then the third heaven is the, the place of God's dwelling now. And the scripture alludes to the fact that all of them are going to be destroyed because of the sin that, was, that has entered in by Satan or by man in the sense of the earth itself. And so that this we, we have a new heaven, John says, that is given to us, that, that is there now in these eternal ages. And the second thing is a new earth, he says. The old earth, this earth that we live on now, and her curse will be forever and completely purged. No more sin, no more violence, no more savage beasts, no destructive insects, only complete and perfect peace and righteousness on this new earth that is made here. There is a new Jerusalem, a holy city. John says, describes there in verse 2, and I, John, saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. The glory of this city is described in detail, beginning in verse number 9 down through verse number 23 as he describes there all of these details concerning the city. Um, it will descend from heaven, he tells us. 